What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Get It Off Your Chest, the podcast that tells you what it's all about as the man's them get it off their chest. And today we have a special invited guest. But before the guest introduces herself, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. So starting from my left. Yo, yo, yo. It's me, the GOAT, Wagwan. Hey, people. Esu. I came prepared today. Check it out. The light bearer. How do you allow him to do that? It's your boy Yums. White O to the M to the WS. You have Jazz. IJ in the building. Yeah, it's your boy Big Mike, aka Charlie, aka Mr. Magic, aka God's favorite son. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and it's your boy Chuck, aka Holistic Man. All right, and stretching our hands across the ocean, we have a special guest calling in from the US. Would you like to introduce yourself, please? Hello, I am Princess Arabia, and I am from Brooklyn, New York. All right, Princess Arabia, thank you for coming on. Lovely to have you with us. So we were talking about um, TV shows and programs. You had a question you wanted to bring to the table and get off your chest regarding the show Them. Yes, I have many questions, but I wanted to know how you guys in the UK viewed it, because I'm sure you have a very different view than us black Americans here in uh, America that lived through this. Very, very true. I mean, I don't know if everybody realizes or remembers. So them is about a family that moved to a part of uh, Compton, which is very white and affluent in the 1950s, which is just after the Jim Crow era. So seeing it from the perspective of European or white British blacks, how did it affect you guys? If anybody can kick this off. Do you choose someone? <laughs> All right. Um, Tops, you've seen it recently. <laughs> so we'll start with you. Yeah. So what's the question? How did, how did it affect How us? did it affect you? Yeah. For me, it didn't really affect me, if I'm honest with you, because I'm from, well, I'm from Nigeria to London, so didn't really affect me but it kind of shows me the, the the mindset and the and what the americans have experienced you get me because uh to allow white people to do that to you and then to continue to have black on black uh crime with each other and gangs and stuff like that it's a bit confusing don't get me wrong we've got gangs over here but the way black people kill each other over there in america and the way they allow kind of allow the police to get away with things over there. It is a bit disturbing. But yeah, it didn't really, really affect me, like I said. But yeah, I've got, fam- <laughs> got family over there in America, but I just feel over there in America, the mentality is dif- uh, different, you know. America, you know, America, they think America is the world. They don't understand that there's a world outside of America. So, yeah, it was a bit disturbing. Yeah, that's, that's what I can say, really, regarding how it affected me. So being a British UK black, did you ever experience racism? Mm, yeah, with the police. Yeah, with the police to a degree. But not like how it is in America. You get me? They're, that plan, that plan was just crazy. Like, you get me? Trying to get all the black people, some black people into that neighborhood and the white people not not approving of it. And up yeah, up in the prices and getting the, getting the black people into debt. Yeah, it was more. It was for me. It was more like an educational uh, uh, lesson. You get me? But uh, 
so did you did you break down like any of the representations of the imagery and um the messages they were trying to give you through the characters and yeah yeah the power the power of the church that 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 had a big effect you know the little white boy to me looked like he was the devil trying to control things well he was the devil so uh right i saw that and also mm-hmm. you know towards the end uh the, the main actor he's uh in a self you know that guy was a white guy wasn't he you know when he when he, when he exactly the paint. yeah so it just shows yeah me, i this, mean yeah it just showed me that uh, a lot of things that a lot of things that we a lot of things that i see as mental uh mental mental abuse to ourselves has come from a white man so well that that that's the whole thing right they have set this up so that they divide conquer and then make you conquer yourself that's true through safe through you know self hate right so this series was like truly traumatizing to me to watch <laughs> because I saw all of the symbolism, right? And how it rang so true and the subliminals that they were hitting you with. Like at the end where he wipes the guy's face off and then he's white underneath. Yeah, that is what the white man has instilled in you to make you hate yourself so that you can destroy yourself and your race. Right. Here it is. We're thinking, oh, this is just some Sambo, you know, character that, you know, means nothing. No, it meant everything to them because that was their tool. You know, so I just saw like so many different symbols like that, that were really disturbing, but yet enlightening at the same time. And I think a lot of it was probably lost. Um, you know, even down to the point where, I don't know if you guys remember and towards the end in episode like nine, where that black couple Mm. uh, went to that settlement right out in the West and they sort of held them captive Mm. and found pleasure in burning them and torturing them. Right. Yeah, they, you know, they tortured them. First, they burned their eyes out. Then they tortured them. They hung them. And if you look, they were all looking at them with pleasure. Mm. Right? And back in the day, white people would hold picnics where they would lynch a black man or woman sit there with their children and have lunch while you see someone hanging from a tree. So what kind of psyche do you have to have in order to do this to another human being? Just a day out in the park, isn't it? Yeah. Today you know, it's like... <laughs> just a day out, love. Want to go watch a lynch in love? Yeah. Yeah, right. So how do you get to that mindset 
I guess it's taught from young. The inbreeding, or it's just like, what is it that made them into the monsters that they are, right? And I think that's what this series really highlighted for me. Sorry, Mm -hmm. this is uh, Esu um, with that last. How do you, I just, thank you for your explanation, by the way. It was was very insightful. I think... um, your last point where you said how do you get to that mindset and I've, and I've actually pondered that um trail of thought and i thought to myself do you know what actually it was my barber that said it to me it was like it's easy for them because they were doing it to themselves from long time ago they were doing it to themselves long time ago so for them to now do it to another race it was easy uh, that was just that point i wanted to make there hmm. Aja here as well. It also makes, it also empowers them to be able to control another race. Um, it empowers, it makes them superior. And, you know, it gives them a buzz. You know, a lot of rednecks over there they may not have education, money, but just because of their skin colour, they have the power um, that may, they may not have their middle class because obviously they have power over a black person or black people over there. So it's just... It's normal for them, you know. It's it's in their it's in their history. Yeah, I think um, they I think somebody said that they're, and I know it's a bit deep, but their their genes are aggressive, and yeah. when you have actions like that, then that displayed that regressiveness. It kind of explains it all. I'm not saying it's all of them. I'm just saying that there are those that you know, take it too far left, you know, and forget their humanity. Because you, because at the end of the day, when you think about it, there is no real race. There's only the human right. race. Right. Love has no colour. But... Love has no colour. But what makes them specifically... <laughs> and I don't want to... I don't use the word evil lightly, but what in their DNA... Like, is there something cooked in it? I, I don't. It's. I don't know what the explanation is, but there's definitely something, either genetically or. But wouldn't you just say that's or the, that's cellularly? Anyway, wouldn't you say that's just human life? That's just human beings, really. Because um. Like, is it really though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you when you when you look at it from like the dawn of time, like like we've enslaved our own people. Like even from Egyptian times, all of that. Like if you look throughout but history, the, yeah. Like um, mm-hmm. like Romans, the Arabs were the Arabs, first. It was the Arabs um, that were first. I mean, like it still goes on to this day. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like it's it it like I I get what you're saying, but just kind of playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't just say it's just white people. Yeah. And I wouldn't just say it's mm. just black people or any any type of people. It's just like how humans are. Do you know what I mean? Like we we like fighting. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. It's 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 just a natural yeah, yeah. instinct. Yeah. Instinct. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like mm. it, it used to be a blood sport, innit? Like as yeah, as um, like Jay was saying. Do you know what I mean? It's it's mm. yeah, it's, it's 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 a weird again. One. You get what I mean? Living in this environment and having 400 years of this in my DNA, <laughs> it's a very different experience, right? So, so I just, I've seen, 
firsthand the evil that the white race has perpetrated. And not even not even just the perpetration of it, it's the pleasure they find in it. That is the most disturbing part, right? Because yes, wars and you know, misdeeds are done among people, but to torture another human being and systematically continue to torture human beings throughout centuries, that is the most disturbing part. And to find pleasure out of it, that is the most disturbing part to me. Now, you know, yes, I realize, you know, yes, we've enslaved ourselves. Um, we've sold ourselves. I don't, I've never really heard of the torture and the, and the like pleasure in torturing from other races. So that's, that's, that's what I question. But you got members. Yeah, there's good and bad in everybody. You got a member as well. They look at us as animals. Get me? Like these white people. Even when they say sell us, they say like check us, check underneath our armpits, check the size of our, mm-hmm. of our private check our tongue mm-hmm. all sorts of things so i don't feel it i don't think they really rate us as human beings even animals are taking mm. care much better than us yeah, yeah but i think um, mm. um hi it's um chuck here i think um to take it back full circle to the, the original um, question in terms of how it influenced us over here or what it did for us over here for me it when i think back to the program cause i watched it when it first came back but what it did for mm-hmm. me was it gave me more of an insight into how deeply um, entrenched the ghettos and the projects were in America. I I didn't realize that it was like a project that they actually that, that they actually mm-hmm. done and how they did it, and it and mm-hmm. also explained um, because I used to think of Compton and think why why were they so deep over there like why were the killings or why were they so vicious over there but there was a lot of blood spilled on that land and it was built on that so do you know what I mean it carried that energy it carried that spirit it carried ex-army people that came from the war were settled there so do you know what I mean there was was a lot of that energy there too as well so um, um, yeah so it gave me more of an insight into how deeply the projects were actually in America and I didn't realise that until I watched them Um, the spiritual side of it the aspect of it was um, also stood out because the understanding that it was always them behind the curtains pulling the, the strings mm-hmm. as the puppet master and also you know mm-hmm. what was interesting is how they how it depicted how it used religion as well because you know he was, he was coming through as a preacher and XYZ in it um, mm-hmm. but yeah and in terms of for the fact of why they are so vicious. I mean, for me, sometimes I think, not all of them, but it's more of a <coughs> envy type of thing. It's like everything we do, they want, they copy. So I think they come from mm-hmm. an aspect of they want to be us so much. They want to, mm-hmm. but they can't be us. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's almost from like, oh, like a little kid, like wanting to be like... um that boy over there or like a in school and they're jealous of the kid do you know what i'm trying to say so it's like they're jealous of our mm-hmm. race they're jealous of us that kid that's just got that natural talent do you know what i mean like also dna genetics this is just facts 
we are the dominant mm-hmm. race. They know that as well. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. And, but, but that's something that's entrenched in them. Do you know what I'm trying to say? In their psyche. That's something that they've grown mm-hmm. up with. So, you know, going back way, way, way back, they've had to teach their children a superiority, a super... Superiority. Superiority complex. Because mm-hmm. they are coming from that place of being not as strong as us. Strong as us. So they mm-hmm. had to, they've had to give them that complex. They've had to brainwash them. A lot of the children that are okay, a lot of the so-called white supremacy people that are in power now, they are coming from that brainwashing aspect from what their parents taught them. Do you know what I mean? They always knew that mm-hmm. one day we was gonna wake up spiritually. One day we was going to recognise who we really were. And, you know, so, you know, but, yeah, that's just my take on things. I do hear, sorry, Chuck. To throw a span into the works, they are us, you know. Human comes from Africa. It's shown that the the, the, the body that's found, million years, the oldest person that's found is from Africa. They travelled from Africa to Europe and they lost their melon. So they are us. What I can definitely agree with you regards to the envy is that you can put a race down so much and they still have that natural ability. Yeah. And that's what's pissed them off. Yeah. You know. Also, there's another fact is that when I say DNA, this is something that people can go out and fact check, is that um, when they wanted to find out why black people survived so much, how black people can come back from so much. Well, after throwing the... The, the kitchen sink at them. Yeah. Everything in the kitchen yeah, sink. Why was, why was they so strong? Why was so scientists, they went out and did um, research on black people's DNA and white people's DNA well, across Europe. And what they found was that um, most European countries have six strands of DNA, whereas black people have nine strands of DNA. This is another reason why genetically... They know we are in, um, the dominant. The dominant. So they lost some um, DNA strands along the way. Then no, they say well. They watered down. <laughs> boy, I don't know. Get but out. Those are the facts. Everybody go out there and Google it and check it. Do you know what I mean? Europeans have a six strand DNA, and most people, um, black people in Africa, have nine strand DNA. That's just facts. And I think that's why you see with um, again, if you do your research, there's um, there's been stories going around which have been proven true that after a black woman gives birth the hospital want to keep the placenta because they use that to feed uh cancer and other illnesses in the white genes so they try and do that to help white people stronger and better Mm. so a lot of the times mothers want to keep the placenta of their children because they will eat it yeah, mm-hmm. but I also I understand as what you were saying as in going through you know your family going through 400 years of slavery over there I can understand why the, there's a there's a lot more um, what's the right word there's a lot more ingrained trauma in, yeah ingrained trauma in America than there is yeah and I think I think that the series did a beautiful job of conveying that Mm. because you literally saw how the pressure of living in such oppression and, you know, surrounded by such hate, hatred sort of 
messes with you psychologically, right? Because the psychological trauma that that family went through was manifesting in like the flashbacks of the father, right? And the mother with the flashbacks of the baby, right? And then the daughter painting herself white because she so badly wants to assimilate and fit in, right? And the little girl, you know, is talking to this creature, Miss Vera, right? That doesn't even exist, but it's just the pure evil that's around her, right? <laughs> so they're living under this, in these conditions, you know, having to constantly stop all of it. Don't forget, Capodilla, we even saw the trauma and the oppression of the white people because that woman when she went to her dad's house to ask for money that the dad wanted to give her yeah, a bath but that's self-inflicted that is self-inflicted but that's, a, that's, that's carried self-inflicted that's carried through so it's carried through to her for her to hate hate well us, that or just hate to me explains their their mental illness mm. that has been passed down through generations of incest yeah you know, so that that wasn't to me. I was like, yeah, okay, well, that's self-inflicted. Sorry, <laughs> sucks to be you right now, but oh well. Yeah, it's true. You know, daddy's gonna write that check for you. As long as you, you lay be down. good. As long as you lay down and do me right. You know, you gonna be good. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're gonna be good. Can I ask a question? <laughs> you know. Yeah. What's what's up? Yeah. Princess Arabia, um, just a quick question to you. Um, how well do you think um, black Americans, black American Africans are coping with the healing process of all of that in America right now? See, that's the thing. Now people are finally awakening to the effects this trauma has had on us. And accepting that we need treatment and therapy. So now you see more talk of mental health, right? Healing ourselves, um, meditation, mm. therapy, yeah. trying to reconcile that because if you don't heal, you're stuck where you are. That's correct. And that's what they've been doing to us for 400 years. So they always create another hurdle, another obstacle, so that you will never wake up and recognize the trauma that you still carry around in your cells today that is triggered by their aggression. Mm. That is triggered every time you hear a siren go by outside, right? Mm. So all of these things affect us on a cellular level. And then people say, well, why do you kill each other? Because that's what we have systematically been set up to do. Mm -hmm. Poverty. That is their way of getting rid of us. So Princess Arabia, what... Have them kill themselves. What would you say, if if you had the power, what would your solution be? And how would you implement it? So my solution is mental health services for everyone. 
um, there definitely needs to be some sort of leveling the playing field monetarily. Um, we need to regain our land back that was stolen from us because we did have land and they took it from us. <laughs> so there's a lot that needs to be reconciled in order to put things right. But they are so fearful of losing their privilege, they will not allow it to happen. It's going to happen eventually, right? Because America is getting browner by the hour. Yeah, that's right. So they know eventually they're going to be outnumbered. That's why they're playing games with the government, and that's a whole nother topic. Like, that's a whole nother thing. And why they're shooting you not so easily. Or basically, well, that's always happened. It's always going to continue to happen because they feel threatened. So until we revamp the whole system, that's going to continue to happen, unfortunately. All right, a quick question before we wrap up. You mentioned land. In the U.S., Mm -hmm. land doesn't really belong to the people of color. It belongs to the Native Americans, right? But they killed them. It should. They killed all of them, though. They're, They're gone. No, they're not. There's yeah, only a few. Sh- well, compared, there's only a few. But should that go to the, should that go to the blacks? Or oh, the original owners the original apparently owners, they've the been moved out. They've died out. There's no more. No, Native it should Americans. definitely go back to the. It should definitely go back to the Native, Native Americans. So when you say we we should get land, what land should we get? Because the land that we were promised when we were set free. Oh, our forty acres. Ah, the 40 acres and the mule. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, it never came into fruition. Okay. What are, what and are, then, also remember the Black Wall Street, Tulsa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Greenwood. Tulsa, all yeah. of those towns that we branched out, we created our own. We had our own towns. We had our own wealth. What did they do? They came in, they burned it down, and then later in the 19th century, they built highways between it. Yeah, to just to destroy everything, to, to hide the evidence, to hide what they've done, or to make do, it unusable. Do you know what it, it? I think for me, this is Esu's um, the light bearer speaking here. Just a quick one, last thing that I say, mm-hmm. gonna say on this topic is that it just seems to me that they're not playing by the rules. And and we are like when is are we, are we just waking up to the fact that oh <laughs> <laughs> they wrote the rule book exactly it's their rules they can change it they, like, they wrote the rule book and they keep changing it and they and keep changing it but we can burn the rule book though burn the rule book nobody's playing by the rules anymore oh. yeah but if we burn the rule book we'll be going against humanity which they've been always been doing you know. Well, I mean, from what I who really goes? Who, my, who who really goes against humanity? I my perspective. Most is of us want to. Most of us want to live and let live. American people, the Black American people, wants to do this peacefully. Where I, mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they would have to do some sort of violent, like they've been doing all their, that white people in America has been doing all the time. We, black people always been doing these peaceful marches. It, it's not going to be resolved like that. It's not going to resolve. 
peaceful marches. Martin Luther King was saying, basically, put it down, do it that way. The white Americans have been always <laughs> violent. Is it a Malcolm X thing now? No, no, to be honest. They go around the whole world doing that. They just dominate through violence. They're the only country that has dropped a, a, a nuclear bomb. The only country to show everyone else that don't don't mess around with us. We're looking to take it there. Yeah, so, so to destroy a monster, you have to become a monster. Absolutely. Or you just go back to Africa. Serious. And that's absolutely... Africa's um, welcoming. Tops is, is 100%. Sure, it's 100% right on that. My point here is that... But if... If, if America but if knew that... If Africa really... If America knew they can go back to Africa, I think they will ha- they'll, it'll, be more, it'll be much easier for them. Yeah. Because in Europe, most black people that come in Europe always know that they've got their own country there. America doesn't have that. America thinks the land is theirs. That's the only country they've got. If they knew that Africa was there mm-hmm. and they can go there, then they know that they've got a... a, a Some a, black Americans don't even acknowledge Africa. Absolutely. Exactly. So then they, they're going to be... But the- no, I think... I think we have been told and I've heard this numerous times that Africans don't want anything to do with Americans, with black Americans. So that's not um, true. There is some that's not true. I, not in my village. In my village, that one is not true. We don't. <laughs> ah, well, please send me your village. I'd like to visit. Uh, no problem. You are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> But that, you know, again, that could be a myth so that we, you know, are trapped here on a plantation, right? So they will, they don't want us to know we have a home to go to, right? So, but this is what we've been told, right? That, oh, they don't want you. No, you guys can come home. You can come home. Um, well, thank you. I will put the word out. Just speaking, <laughs> just a quick one to go back to the Black Wall Street that you mentioned. To my understanding, mm-hmm. that was the only time America bombed its own soil and what was confusing to me about that was obviously due to the extreme racism that they were exhibiting we weren't allowed you know to do a lot of things so we done our own thing we set up our own thing and did that and and Mm -hmm. they couldn't take it so they started to suffer Mm -hmm. because we were doing our own thing so why come Mm -hmm. and destroy what we've built when you didn't want us around you anyway because we were actually wealthier than them all right on that note we do have to wrap it up um i want to say thank you very much princess arabia for joining us and giving us such insight so we're going to do our shout outs and goodbyes drop our handles i'm going to start on my right hand side yep people should boy chuck um try be better than you was yesterday signing out yeah should boy Big Mike, a.k.a. Charlie, a.k.a. God's favourite son. Just make sure you brush your teeth, like, in the morning and in the evening. You know what I'm saying? IJ at the building. It's Jazz. Be good, eat your vegetables. <laughs> I'm your boy, Yums. Esu, the light bearer, signing out. Have a good evening. And it's me, Tops, the cleaner. God bless America. And it's me, capital D for stop. Remember, it's always said best when you get it off your chest. And don't forget our guest. Please sign out. <laughs> well, you know what? Just love each other. Be good to each other. That's it. Name and handles. 
Princess Arabia on the BK. All right, cool. Thank you very, very much. We will see you next time, guys. And get it off your chest. Thank you.